The thread is a resource for parents that encourages them to actively engage in every phase of their child's life. The fabric of the family is made stronger by parents who are intentional about growing with their kids. Better parents build stronger families. Be sure to visit our YouTube page so that you can subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you are notified every time we post a new episode. Enjoy today's episode with our host, Robert Purvey. Okay, tonight you've heard from a single mom, you've heard from a married young father, and so we try to have a, a well-rounded conversation to show you how this podcast is going to go and, and, and what you can expect throughout the episodes that we'll post on our platforms. And so I, I wanted to have a conversation about blended families, about how sometimes mommy and daddy come from different situations. They come out of relationships and God allows them to find each other and they blend their families together and they make it happen. They make it happen. And so what I wanted to do, I, have, I had a mom that came on and talked about her kids and they were younger up until their teenage years. I had a father who has a two-year-old daughter. I wanted um, some parents, a blended family that have raised kids, right? From a young age all the way up to encourage every parent watching tonight that one, you can make it. And these are some steps that you can take to get there and to have a healthy life, healthy relationship through all of that. And so this last segment that we're going to have, we're going to talk to uh, Keisha and Terry Chester uh, that are here uh, tonight. And I'm so super excited. I, I, I've, been, I've been waiting. Now, I love Tara, love loving, but I've been waiting on this segment, right? Waiting on this segment because like, I, I really want to talk in this segment because there are so many families that are blended together, right? And so in this segment, we're going to take our time. We may go over a little time. It's okay. All right. Because I really want to speak to parents that are watching that find themselves in this state to where mom comes out of a situation, dad comes out of a situation. And in our generation, a little bit younger than me, they find there's a little tension there. You know, and and, and there, there's that tension when a divorce happens, a separation happens, and then one person gets into another relationship. And Lord, don't let them get married, right? You know, <laughs> and so uh, somebody feeling the type of way, you have all of that. And so we're going to just talk. We're going to just talk. Thank, thank y'all for coming. Thank you for having us. <laughs> all right. And so I want to start. T tell me your story. How, how did it start? Oh, that is an interesting story. So we met as uh, teenagers. I was in the military in Orlando, Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, we dated for a couple of years. Uh, we, we said we were engaged. Then we got, uh, she joined the military. We got transferred to different duty stations and things happened. We just, yeah. this was in the early nineties, right? So ain't mm -hmm. no cell phones, <laughs> uh, ain't no email. You, you, you calling on a pay phone. You got a pager. Right. A beeper. This was before beepers. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. Yeah, before beepers. <laughs> So, so, Got you. so we lost, we lost touch and uh, we each did our own separate thing. Right. So I, I got married, she got in a relationship and we each had a child. And then um, as life happens, um, wasn't where we, where, where I should, I'm, I'm going to speak about myself. I wasn't where I should have been in Christ and ended up in a divorce. And um, in that situation, we found each other again. And then uh, it was what? Eight, nine years later, uh, we, we met again and realized that we still had those same feelings for each other that we had back in 1990 when Belle Biv DeVoe was, uh, we was kicking it at the club. Yeah. 
And uh, so we, um, we decided to blend our families together. Yeah, so at that point in time, we both had daughters, and they were about the same age. Um, and then so they were both five. Mm. And so, um, and then we ended up having uh, a daughter together as well. And so we call ourselves a super blended family. I brought one, he brought one, then we made one together. Right, all girls. Mm, all girls. All, right, hold on. all girls. Hold on. I'm praying for you. Thank, I, thank you, sir. You know, I, I want to have an altar moment right now. Cause Amen. <laughs> Let's go. All, all the women. Oh my goodness. So, so how how was that? How did that start? You guys, you guys, you, you meet, you blend your families. How, how was the beginning of that? Two five year old girls. Right. Both coming from your separate situations. What did that look like starting off? So I, I'm going to go back to what you said in the intro. Um, we, we just met today, but you were talking about us. God gave us grace for the mistakes yes, and sir. the mess ups that we, that we went through um, in our early part of our relationship. But when we joined our families together, they were five years old, and it was like sisters. Right. Wow. And yeah, that was the easy part is because they okay. were so young and then you bring a baby and I'm like, hey, right. we got somebody to play with. Right, right. And then so that I think that really helped. But I think another thing in regards to blending us um, with the uh, outside parents, I think for Terry and I was we were always um, it wasn't always easy, but I think we, were, we tried to always be respectful and future driven. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that there wasn't any conflict, but I think that um, the parents, the outs the father and the mother, I think for the most part, they can pretty say like we we did what we could. Right. We, we we always honored them as much as possible. Mm -hmm. We don't have any, you know, there were no knockdown drag out fights. Mm -hmm. And we, we, you know, we tried to compromise as much as possible. Mm -hmm. But I think for us, our desire was to keep our hands clean in regards to how we conducted ourselves. So, so let's talk about that because I want to share a little bit of my story in, in this context. My, my dad uh, was married before he met my mom. And I have two older sisters. And um, and my brother, my little brother's deceased. Mm -hmm. He was killed in a car accident when I was 13. Mm -hmm. He was nine. So there were four of us. Mm -hmm. But the way I saw my dad handle the situation with my sister's mom was just amazing. Mm -hmm. It shows how Christian adults can be mature and handle situations in a godly way. To this day, I call my dad's first wife my Aunt Eula. Because mm -hmm. she's like an aunt to me. Mm -hmm. We spent Christmases together. Uh, we, we love each other. There's never been any type of drama or arguments. So I love when you say that on how you made sure that you guys were loving the Lord, loving your kids, loving each other, and being open with communication, being adult and mature about the situation. And so let's rest right there real quick because, you know, there's a lot of parents dealing with a lot of drama, mm -hmm. right? And they're dealing with a lot of issues. Sometimes it's from the other, sometimes it's from them. But how, how did you guys connect your hearts and your spirits to make sure that there was never an issue with you guys and so um it was tough at first mm -hmm. um you know I'm, I'm 50 years old um i spent 30 plus years and probably the first four or five years in our marriage um to realize that communication wasn't me flapping my gums wow um it took um some prayer some fasting yeah uh some uh, resting in Jesus for us to realize that communication is about us uh, seeking to understand and be understood. Wow. Um, and, you know, as a Christian, we have to realize that God cares about what we say and how we say it. Yeah. And so um, there's a, um, a training that we went to one time, and um, the, the speaker said, 
you can say the right thing and say it wrong, and you just completely ruined everything that you said. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and I think that um, overall, you know, just trying to honor likes because he was married before I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And then so honor the fact that it wasn't easy for his ex-wife to mm -hmm. see us mm -hmm. um, in a relationship together. Mm -hmm. And um, and what I will say in regards to, you know, just sac just I, I just want to commend him. There's one story that we had in regards to because we were it was always about the kids as much as possible. Uh -huh. So for my daughter, um, there was a season where she hadn't seen her father. I left her father when she was 11 months old, mm -hmm. and we didn't see uh, him until she was much older. Mm -hmm. But it was he we my husband we drove her to his house with his mother and we sat in the house with them and he didn't have to make that sacrifice but she wanted to have this relationship with her father so we had to put our feelings aside because wow. we were the adults in the situation wow. and the children didn't ask to be here wow. so uh, again the maturity on our parts and hopefully we modeled it as much as possible for our children so that they you know as I like to say, you don't get to be legacy free. So what will your legacy be? Right. So I do pray that we modeled it in such a way that if they find themselves in a situation that they know how to conduct themselves as well. That That's, that's mind blowing because so many parents in our culture today take out their frustration with the other parent mm -hmm. on the kid. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see him. I don't like her. I don't like that. All, all the bickering, right? Mm -hmm. But but you said something like you respected him, mm -hmm. and you guys respected the situation, and you you made it happen for your child. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned earlier when we met that you're in education. Yes, me. And, yes, and, and you work with kids all the time. Yes, sir. And so being a mom and being an educator, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go left and come back right. I, okay. I, got, I gotta I gotta dig in your brain, your education, but I have to because I want go. you to help help somebody tonight. How important is honest communication with your kid. Uh, it's super important. Yeah. Um, one, I think at the end of the day, like uh, because again, you you don't get to not have a legacy just by. I mean, if they catch you in one lie, and I and I think that's what I can honestly say uh -huh. with my kids. <laughs> you may not agree with everything that I said, but I think my children can honestly say they never caught us in a lie. Yeah. And then I think to take the time to, depending on the age of the child, mm -hmm. to package it where it's age appropriate. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we were never dishonest about anything. Mm -hmm. When her father wasn't ready to be there for her and I think that I think what I looking back on it because we've been married 22 years mm -hmm. now my daughter's father's father died at a young age wow. and so to say like I don't it, some of the things that he did I don't think he did them maliciously mm. and then so as far as extending him grace um as regard in regards to his ex-wife um extending her grace because you know as we're all traveling through this together but honesty is always is, is definitely you know the best policy right um because you never want to get caught up in in aligning with honesty with the children mm -hmm. and honesty with the uh, with the uh with the 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 uh outside parents Again, you know, we have if it's tough medicine to go down. Yeah. But I do want to I do want to have the reputation that we always told the truth. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, she gave me props for that story about taking our daughter to see uh -huh. her father. But we have a similar story on my side. Right. Yeah. So um, my daughter um, physical custody was with her mom for mm -hmm. a while. But then things happened and she ended up having to move with us for about six or seven years. So we raised her from fifth grade all the way through senior. Mm -hmm. But when we went to pick her up in Virginia, my wife and I drove there, and my ex was getting evicted at the time. Mm -hmm. And so we actually put her stuff in our car. Wow. We took her to uh, where she was going to be staying. Mm -hmm. We helped her move, 
And then at the end of the day, to our daughter, it was like, you're not here with us because your mother doesn't love you. You're here with us because we have an environment that you can flourish in, but she is still your mother. Wow. She still loves you. She's still there for you. And if you ever need her, we're never going to keep you from her. That, that's, that's so important. And how old was your daughter at that age? 11 or 12? Yeah, something like that. She was a fifth or sixth grade. That formative age where she, she might not be able to verbalize it or even all the way remember, or maybe so. But to speak that into the life of a child, um, that, that health, that healthy verbiage mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the affirmation is so important because we see so many parents spewing so much toxicity into their kids mm -hmm. when life happens, mm -hmm. right? Like you told a story that when you went there, you rolled up on life happening, mm -hmm. right? And you didn't penalize her mom for that. You, 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 you jumped into the situation and you were there for her. And I think so many times we have to remember that our kids don't ask for this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think you, I think you said it earlier. Mm -hmm. like our, our kids don't ask for this. So it's up to us to be the adult. It's up to us to be um, the depiction of Christ in their life, mm -hmm. to show them what grace looks like, mm -hmm. and, and to show them so much love and care and support. And so with that, I gotta, Dad, I got to ask you, because you, 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 you got these these beautiful black women in your house, and I, I know that it gets tight and it gets tense. How did you, or how do you, handle conversations with Grace? Because girls are different. Girls are, girls are different, and girls um, have to be talked to a little bit differently. Uh, they're fragile, and we have to care for them a little bit differently. How, how did that work for you? Yeah, and, and you know, and so we're old school. Like I said, I'm 50 years old. I'm, I'm not going to tell you how old she is. <laughs> and, and, and we were raised. So smart. See, you so wise. So wise. So we were raised in a generation where we're just going to treat them all the same, right? Mm -hmm. We treat them the same. They should grow up the same. They should turn out the same. And that is never what happens, right? Mm. And so we just have to, we had to learn our kids' personality. Yes, sir. And we had to tailor our conversations to each child individually so that we got across that graceful message that we were trying to get across without uh, bringing in something that was, uh, that would, that would damage the conversation. Mm -hmm. So we have, you know, if you go back and look at the five love languages, right? We have one child that is definitely words of affirmation. Okay. And you have to package that conversation just right. Yes. Um, That's my son. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and 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 we we have another one who is who is physical touch, mm -hmm. and she is all about you. You could you could give it to her real and raw. Yeah, as long as she's doing this wow. up under you, so you just have to learn your children and package it the way that is best received by them. That that that's beautiful. Um, you have to know each other. And I think Tara mentioned a little bit early in her segment about just knowing your children and packaging it right. Mm -hmm. How how did you see that? as they grew. So five years old, then they're teenagers, and now they're, they're grown. I think you mentioned that they're, they're adults, adults now, now. right? Mm -hmm. did, did it change? Did, did the love language change, or how did you approach situations? Because for some parents that have younger kids now, um, if God keeps us around here, they're going to grow up, mm -hmm. right? And so how, how do we, parents of younger kids, how do we handle those transitions when um, my baby's not my baby no more? And, and, and they're growing up. How, how did you see that communication style change or does it? 
It's hard yeah. um, because they grow up before your eyes even uh, That's even what they tell now. me, girl. I ain't ready. You know, we don't get to see them as often as, uh, yeah. my, where's the camera? Ma Mama miss you. Come, 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 come call, call me. Come see me more often. Yeah. Um, but, yes, you, as they mature, um, you, are, I don't think their love language has necessarily changed as, as much. Mm -hmm. um, the middle one, her love language, once we began to understand it, still is words of affirmation. Mm, okay. um, so even, you know, we still have to, uh, I think the biggest thing in regards to the communication is um, what are we trying to accomplish? Okay. And so uh, for her is if we have to deliver the news or whatever, even if we have to take a couple of minutes amongst ourselves and like, okay, okay, now let's think about it. No, 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 we can't say it like that. Mm -hmm. um, but hers has been consistent. Um, the youngest one has still been consistent. We don't see her often either, but if she comes over, she want to be on the couch <laughs> and she want to be booed up and everything else. But, but I will say as she transitioned to those teenage years, you know, it was more about, it, it became more about friends than family. And so that physical touch kind of um, waned a little bit. It was still there. Um, you know how teenagers are, they ain't got time for their mom and their daddy. Right. But when they did have time, it was, it was, it was the, still the same. Um, so um, I would say that it didn't change, but the, the potency mm -hmm. kind of diminished over mm -hmm. time. And then we got back on the other side. It's all about seasons and phases. It is. It, wow. it, it changes and it ebbs and flows. And you just got to keep your eye on it and, and, and learn your children every day. Yeah, and the oldest one, like I said, she kind of, you know, her love language is, you know, she's a mystery. Um, so, so, so you got to, you got to. There's hit always her. one. Yeah, you got, you got to hit her with different ones, um, depending on how. It works depending on the her. day, right? And so, as as we exit out of this conversation, and I'm I'm loving it. I could talk to y'all all night, for real. I, I'm I'm loving the, the wisdom and the love that mm -hmm. you guys show, um, and you and you. You remind me of my parents. My my dad is 77. My mom is 67. But the chemistry you guys have and, and the love I, I feel reminds me of my parents and how you guys vibe off of each other. I've been around married people before, mm -hmm. right? And you can just always tell good chemistry, mm -hmm. how you guys bounce off. You can tell that you you communicate all the time. You guys, mm -hmm. you guys talk. I can just tell. Just meeting you today, I can tell you guys talk all the time. Um, with that, communication. I know both of you probably have different communication styles, or maybe not. But explain how that has helped you guys raise your kids, understanding each other's communication styles. Like, how, 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 how do you come at him? How do you come at her when it comes to the kids to communicate? Because you may feel a different way. And you may feel a different way about something than he does, and you may have felt something different than she does. How do you guys come to a common ground with your different communication styles to come to a decision? So... Before we were married, we had a conversation and we said, these are the non-negotiables. We're not going to be calling each other out our names. Mm. We're not going to be cussing and fussing. We're not going to spend no nights outside of the house. You might want to sleep in the tub, but you ain't, gonna, you ain't sleeping nowhere. You're going to be in the house. Right. You, you'll be here. <laughs> and, and, and one thing that we, that we pride ourselves on today is the fact that, you know, we may go to bed angry. I, I, I yeah. know. Yeah, it, it but, happens. But... And she, and she is more cognizant of this than I am, but we're not going to leave the house that next morning without making a start on wow. rectifying whatever the, wow. whatever the problem is. That's beautiful. So like I said, God created us unique. And, yeah. and in our uniqueness, we have those different communication styles. Um, and so we have, she, she is more of a, of a direct 
Mm -hmm. uh, let's confront the problem. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a, well, if you leave that thing alone, it might just <laughs> go away kind of guy. But I, I've learned that that does not work. And right. we just have to meet each other in the middle. We, and it is respectful conversation and two ears, one mouth. Yeah. Listen more than you talk. And you'll eventually come to a place where you understand each other better. Mm -hmm. I love it. And, and that helps you, your communication with each other. Mm -hmm. My last question to you guys. Because you lace your conversations and your interactions with love, how have you seen that mature in your adult children? Do you see them in their friendships or their relationships? Do you see yourself or your style in them because of how you modeled that for them? I do to an extent, but I think the biggest thing that, um, and, and I'll let you come back to that, but I, I, we, so um, we gave our testimony once at church and we had our daughters to come and see our testimony. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing for us as far as a blended family was to hear our daughters say, the youngest one said, you know, he's a force and she's a force, but dang on it, they are forced together. Wow. And then for th my daughter to say, to know that she had, she's always called him daddy. Mm -hmm. um, from day one, mm -hmm. um, but to say that, you know, the the love that she felt from him and the impact that it's made in her life, mm -hmm. and I think we modeled in such, our marriage in such a way um, that they will, they want something uh, similar to what we have. Yes. And I think that it was important for us. We, we stayed the course because we didn't want our children to suffer through another divorce. Yes. So we had to communicate and do what was necessary because we had a bigger vision for our marriage and also for our children. I love it. And, and, and for our daughters, um, they have not always, so to your question about how they model that in their life, they have not always chosen mm -hmm. the, the, the guys that we would, that we would <laughs> choose for them. Right. Um, but what they do know is how a man is supposed to treat a woman. Yes, sir. And, Absolutely. And, and they will come to the house and say, well, I don't know what he was doing, but I know my daddy wouldn't do that to my mama mm -hmm. or wouldn't say that to my mama. And so I know that ain't it. And so... So what we have modeled has shown them what marriage is supposed to look like, yeah. and they can cut out all of that, um, well, cut off that, um, the, the, the nonsense yeah. before it gets to the, to the point where it becomes that toxic relationship that you talked about earlier. That's our prayer. I love it. I, I'm, I'm going to have to get y'all back. And we, and we so so the, the thread is just starting. So we, we're going to have several more episodes. But I got to get y'all back because this is a great conversation. Great con Thank y'all so much for coming. Thank you for, Thank having, you for having us. Yes. And so um, it, it's, it's been a great night. It's been a great night with some great conversations, uh, with great topics. And I, I'm just so excited about the potential of the thread. I'm so excited about where it's going and, and the potential that it has because there is a need for parents and families to have a resource that they can go to, that they can glean from. Because as you heard from each conversation, and I'll say it again, y'all, sometimes, a lot of times, parenting just gets hard. You, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. Um, they start growing up. They start demanding more. They take up all your time and your schedule. And, 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 it just gets hard sometimes, and, and you pray. It seems like sometimes the more you pray, the more frustrated you become, and the more tight and hard that it gets. And, and, and I get it. So the, the, the thread will be a resource for you, so how you can learn how to spend time and make 
quality time out of the time you spend. Um, and, and, and we're just so excited because we believe that, that better parents build stronger families. That better parents build stronger families. And hopefully tonight just gave you a depiction on the conversations and stories that we will have for you on all of our platforms. You can go right now to iTunes. You can go to iTunes right now and subscribe to the thread so every time we post a new episode, you get it. So go to iTunes right now and type in the thread Concord. It'll pop right up. Now, if you type in the thread, you're going to get a lot of threads, but it's only one thread Concord. So you got to type that in, the thread Concord. It'll pop right up. And then we'll have our episodes on YouTube as well. And so subscribe to the Concord YouTube channel. Subscribe and click the notification bell so you know when everything comes. But then the resources that we will talk about, the, um, the articles that we will talk about. And I try to read books and read articles and get stats and all the good stuff. And I want to share it with you. You can go to concorddallas.org forward slash the thread. And we have a resource page where you can go and get practical tips and practical help on how to just make this thing work, right? So we thank God for Pastor Carter and his vision for our house, and we, we thank God for every Concord family member. And um, I, I just want you to know that as you parent, as you parent, understand that God has graced you and given you the capacity to be the best parent that you can be. So to the single mom, to the single father, to the, the married couple, to the divorced couple, to the blended family, wherever you find yourself, one kid, two kids, three kids, four kids, five, six, seven, how many ever kids you have, parent, we got you. We got you because we are here and we want you to know that your parents, your, your kids will grow. They will grow and they will experience different phases in their life, but we want you to be present for each and every one of them and we're going to be right here for you. So once again, make sure you subscribe to the thread on iTunes. Go right now, the thread, Concord, subscribe to it. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell so you can get every notification. Uh, but until the next time I see you, until the next time um, you hear from us here at the thread, be blessed, keep loving God, keep loving people, keep loving yourself, and love on your kids. Thank you so much for watching tonight. Peace. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and resources, visit concorddallas.org forward slash the thread. Be sure to visit our YouTube page so that you can subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you are notified every time we post a new episode.